Hey, if you're invested in the Las Vegas mayoral race, and really, we should all be, you're going to want to check out the Nevada Independent Mayoral Forum on Wednesday, May 15th at the Fountain Blue. The Indy CEO, John Ralston, will be moderating a live panel with the three frontrunners. You know, it could get spicy, so don't miss it. Tickets are available at thenevadaindependent.com slash events. And as a bonus for CityCast Las Vegas members, we've got two pairs of tickets we're giving away tonight. So make sure to join at membership.citycast.fm if you haven't already. Are the Oakland A's playing Las Vegas? In a short stretch, we've seen a new definition for the word binding, ever-changing ballpark sites, huge public financing demands, a big PR blitz, and dubious poll results. Today on CityCast Las Vegas, we revisit my discussion with economic expert Bill Robinson. We sort out the viability and potential financial impact of the exciting prospect that the team with the worst record in the MLB could make Vegas home. And stay with us. We'll give you the latest shocking A's development after the interview. It's Wednesday, May 24th. I'm David Figler, and here's what Las Vegas is talking about. Bill, welcome to CityCast Las Vegas. Thanks for having me. So let's jump right into it. Why would the Oakland A's come to Las Vegas and leave Oakland? Because we'll build them a stadium and Oakland won't. <laughs> okay. That's... Right? It's, it's money. Money moves. The Raiders moved for money, right? Right. Why wouldn't a new MLB stadium uh, just go for the private funding then and not worry about it? Just start building in Las Vegas. What would be the holdup? Right now they're in this mode. There's always this mode in Las Vegas that what are we going to be, Right. And so in the 80s, Steve Wynn, late 80s, Steve Wynn built the Mirage. And all of a sudden, the mode was, oh, we have to build a giant hotel and it's got to have a theme and it's got to have dolphins. And right. And we go with that mode for a while. And then we had all the giant mergers and kind of the mode was, hey, let's make money. And well, I think the mode's always been, let's make money. Let's get well, yeah, real on that. <laughs> but it, it, it stopped being, let's build new stuff and let's you know, do this to being, let's find, you know, private equity companies right, right. that want to invest. It became more of the, the Wall Street thing than the, the local thing. And the, how do we get money to build Macau? Now it seems to be, we need a string of, you know, big events. And Raiders games are big events. They're thinking that the A's would be big events. And the A's are in a terrible market. You know, they're one of the low budget teams. They're they're never going to be continuously successful. And so they might be better off here. But if we're if we're going to build it, it's got to do something other than right. It's got to provide advertising for us right. or, you know, we're on Sports Center every day because it's the Las Vegas whatever's right. It, it's that's what it is. It's a change in the theme of Las Vegas that all of a sudden. We're sports and we're residencies, and that's how we're selling the, the 
town. Right. And we're also big venue after big venue after big venue. So right. there's a lot of construction on and around the resort corridor. Uh, new projects are underway right now. The uh, the big sphere is another one. Just Does Las Vegas have the capacity for another arena and another sports team right now? I mean, this is all new to us, but should we keep going forward? <laughs> I think there's too many basketball size or hockey size facilities. If the A's build a different stadium where they go, you know, 35, 40,000 seats, not, not giant like Allegiant and not 18 or 20,000 like a typical basketball arena, but they go to some unique size that has a unique potential, then maybe you could bring in things that aren't considered big enough for Allegiant, but maybe could sell a whole lot more tickets than they can sell if you put them in the sphere. Yeah, that sounds really nuanced, though. Like, you know, between... Yeah, oh, they're not going to... Nobody in town is going to think that way, right? The people who used to think that way are probably all gone. <laughs> so the, the last big economic impact report we saw as the public... Uh, came out of Allegiant Stadium, right, where they're calculating the total economic output. Uh, in in the case of the report that I think has been widely disseminated, we see $620 million annual economic impact. H- how do they come up with estimates like that? So, you, you know, you add up the salaries and all the players, right? You got $200 million payroll for the players. You've got ticket sales. You've got the the budget of you know, Allegiant, what they're paying in. And it's difficult to know what it actually is because it doesn't matter how much money comes in. It matters how much of that money is spent locally and how much of that money stays locally. Right. So if you're paying those players $200 million and they're putting $150 of it into their um, portfolios on Wall Street, that's not adding value to the Las Vegas economy. If they're going out and buying big houses and putting on giant parties and spending that money in town, then that positively impacts us. So the question is, of all that money that came in, how much of it stayed here and got spent here and did something useful here? The Nevada Current published a pretty provocative op-ed about uh, a company in town called Applied Analytics. And Whenever I see these very, very rosy forecasts that are being touted by the LVCVA or by municipalities or the governor or private businesses, they tend to point to a report from this group that says, yeah, this is going to create all this, uh, this economic boon in our, in our community. However, the article was very critical of the way that they do the analysis, the way that the process of uh, procuring this company, Applied Analytics, is, and whether or not their numbers really add up because who's auditing it. So let me ask, should we be considering more factors than typically have been applied in the sort of Las Vegas Valley economic forecasts? And should we be auditing those outputs that we're getting? In some ways, we're a little town and there's only a few companies that do this, and they're they're not going to stay in business if every time you come to them they say, you know, we think this particular thing is a bad idea, mm-hmm. right? It's their job to to try to come up with something that will sell to the people who are paying the the money. So, 
you know, you always have to take, I use, I use their reports. I use the um, Allegiant Stadium reports in class and have my students go through them and try to analyze them and figure out. But when you ask this, my students, hey, hey, how would we get better data? Their answer is, I have no idea. Hmm. So let me ask, are we using the right inputs? Are we leaving any inputs out when we're looking at economic impact? I mean, above and beyond uh, the jobs projections and what that all means, we keep hearing these numbers. You know, this is going to mean X number of dollars to the value, et cetera. And I think you've explained that, but are we are we missing some inputs? So the, the trick is how much of that money is already here? If it's locals going to the game, their money is already here. And so all they're doing is instead of going to the movies that night, they went to the ball game. Mm -hmm. And that doesn't add anything to the community. It's taking it away from one part and giving it to another. If the people who are coming in to go to the Raiders game or the A's game are simply taking a hotel room that would already have been booked by somebody else who was going to come in and go to the Blue Man group, then it's the Blue Man group that's losing money and the Raiders that are gaining money. So just moving it around. Right. It's really difficult to figure out how much of all that is, is going on. We won't know until it happens whether or not those things are the case. If we're filling empty hotel rooms, it's a plus. If we're displacing or just using local dollars, it's not a plus. Hey, it's David Figler, and one of my favorite food festivals is coming back to town. It's Vegas Unstripped over at the Palms Hotel on Saturday, May 18th. Over two dozen chefs from some of Las Vegas's most talked about restaurants creating original, unique menu items they've never made before. Chef creativity at its best. We're talking chefs from Partage, Esther's Kitchen, Milpa, EDO, and more, including this year's James Beard Award finalist Steve Kessler from Aroma. Tickets are $150 and are all-inclusive of food and drink, so you don't have to pay for anything once you're inside. No hidden up charges. I went last year, and it was so crowded in the best possible way. We got one remarkable dish after another, and while it was a little indulgent, here's the best part. The net proceeds go to local charities. So head on over to VegasUnstripped.com to get your tickets now. We'll see you there. Are we also considering the costs? Clearly, when we created the ability for the Raiders to come here, there were infrastructure uh, adjustments that need to be made. There was something being put where very big where something wasn't before, and that was going to have an impact on the surrounding areas and the roads and everything else. Can we, through an economic lens, look at some of these costs, or are we just kind of closing our eyes to it? So, again, there are attempts to do that. You know, how do you how do you adjust for even things like traffic impacts and, and what a Sunday around Allegiant Stadium means to the roads that are around Allegiant Stadium that you could sort of quantify that. We have ways of attempting to quantify that. But there's also hard but, costs, right? I mean, putting sewer lines in and building new roads oh, and things oh, like that. We spent, you know, there's hundreds of millions of dollars in those in those costs to the, to the county and you know, they kind of knew what they were and, you know, there was supposed to be a new freeway interchange and other stuff, which is a couple hundred million dollar 
expense. You look at other cities that have built new stadiums, they have put them somewhere where the neighborhood needed fixed. And the stadium fixes the neighborhood because you have this influx of restaurants and, you know, lofts for yuppies to live in and bars and all this stuff builds up around the stadium. Okay. Well, I don't know that that's going to happen where Allegiant Stadium is, but if it does, then you have, then you've got that whole balance that you took an area that really wasn't that well developed and maybe you turned it into something that's, that's nice and a positive. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's, we can do the cost ahead of time. The benefits are much harder to figure out. Yeah, and of course, most of this construction that we're talking about for these stadiums and arenas are in the resort corridor, so pretty much a developed area already. So Right, right. And the, and the A Stadium, if they tear down the Tropicana and put the stadium where the, the Trop was, right. there's no neighborhood to re-whatever. That's the, yeah. I mean, that's... You're right there. Strip and, and, and Tropicana. It, so... It's not going to have the kind of economic development effects that we had in in Baltimore or Denver or other cities that have have built those stadiums. So, Bill, are we good at, here in Las Vegas, evaluating whether or not tourism has gone up since things like the Golden Knights and the Raiders have arrived? Uh, Nobody's good at that stuff because you you have a, a, a counterfactual, as we say. What would have happened that night had that not been there? Would a concert have come to town and wanted to come that night, but it didn't come that night because the Raiders? We don't know. And again, so all that money and all those jobs, if the town's filling up on the days that they're playing, then you just have to go, okay, right? Mm -hmm. And I know that it's a terrible economist answer, but we tell the economist joke that, you know, there's the king and he had all the economists in his country lined up and he cut off all their left hands. And when his advisor said, why did you do that? He said, I'm tired of every time I talk to one of them saying, on the other hand, <laughs> we want to be honest. And the honest answer is we'd have to know what would have happened had that not been here to actually tell you what it is. And, and we don't know. All right, Bill. So this brings us to the ultimate question. And that is, what's the point of doing these economic analyses at all? Because if you don't, somebody's going to ask you why you didn't do them. Okay. It's easier to say, we did them, and here's what they are, and you guys can rip them apart, than to say, we're just going to do this, and we're not going to tell you the costs, the benefits, the even guess at what they are. Again, it's the, the other things, right? It's Las Vegas being on Sports Center every day. Right. It's... Maybe some big corporate company is going to come and move here because now they think Las Vegas is a real city. And maybe your economic development efforts are better because you've got um, the Raiders here and the, and the Knights here. Yeah. And, and that perfectly leads to my next question, which is, you know, how do we gauge these intangibles? Like Las Vegas didn't have any professional sports for the longest time. And now we have so many different ones with these various intangible benefits, I think, to the community that maybe we can't measure with economic analysis, but still needs to be considered as Las Vegas is finally filling the 
you know, Thanos glove of infinity sports stones. You know, we got the big ones, right? We got NFL, we've got NHL, and now we're talking about some of these other ones. And and that's not to discount the WNBA and our soccer league, you know. So uh, what are those intangibles as an economic impact? The The best example is Boeing moved their corporate headquarters out of Seattle and they did a competition and you had to have professional sports teams to play. You couldn't bid hmm. if you didn't have professional sports teams in your city. So now we look more like a real city to people. Yeah, you hear that term so much when people have been describing Las Vegas. Like We aspire to be a real city as though we've been sort of a sim city or a fake city up until this point. It's crazy, but you know, I, years ago I called Stanford to order a book from their press, and the, the woman taking the order went, there's a university in Las Vegas? Boom. Like, don't you live on the street? Like, no. <laughs> right? And so the, the reality and the image have been separate and different for a long, 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 long time. But something like this helps change that, right? Just helps change it. Have there been analysis of that? Does that make a community better? Does it lift us up somehow? So it, it does. And I always remember what happened when we had a basketball team at UNLV. We won the national championship and the next year we were even better and we should have won it again. And people were driving around town with rebel flags hanging out of their cars. Everybody was selling rebel t-shirts on every corner in town. And, and you can get a positive benefit. We have to work harder at it. And it helps that the Knights have been winners since the beginning. And it helps that the Raiders are, are good and, and already had a fan base in town. I have friends who were Raiders fans before from when they were in L.A., so it helps. There's no question that it helps. And the young kids growing up, there's going to be a lot of families in town that the, the parents are Broncos fans and the kids are Raiders fans. And there's fights at Thanksgiving. And I guess that's an economic analysis, too. Are there more fights than there would normally be at a Thanksgiving <laughs> table? And exactly. I guess the details are all there in the gravy. Um, all right, let's get back to the original question then. As an economist, Bill... Should Las Vegas be welcoming the Oakland A's with open arms? So the A's scare me because it's baseball. Because it's in the summer when we're already normally packed here and when we got good crowds. It's uh, baseball, which it doesn't have a young fan base right now. It's got an aging fan base. Although we do have the aviators. So. Right. But there's a difference between trying to get forty or 50,000 people into a, a to go to a baseball game. And the prices are going to be a little bit different, I would think, between the A's and the Aviators. No, no more $5 beers. <laughs> yeah, probably not. All right. So, Bill, let me ask you to take your economist hat or helmet or headphones off uh, and ask you, as a Las Vegan, is it a good idea for any new team to come in? What do you think? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I, I love to see them come. It's my town, and I want people to think good thoughts of my town. Right. But, you know, I just worry that we're going to lose sight of where our money comes from, where our lifeblood comes from. And right back to the economy. Exactly. I mean, it's conventions and, and gamblers, and that's where the money comes from. You bet. And they bet. Exactly. <laughs> Bill Robinson, thank you so much for joining us on CityCast Las Vegas. We'll look forward to talking to you again on uh, issues of similar economic import. Thanks. It was fun.
And now for an update on the A's efforts to get into our city. After talking with anonymous sources in the state legislature, the Nevada Independent is reporting that the Oakland A's seem to have reached a tentative deal concerning the public financing piece of the puzzle. While few details have leaked out, it looks like the team's big money ask has been lowered enough to gain support from both state and Clark County officials. While any such agreement would need to be formally introduced to lawmakers, it seems like the odds of relocation just improved. And while other sign-offs remain, including approval from Major League Baseball and some local entities like the airport, public financing has been described by most experts and the A's themselves as the big hoop. Now, a new debate begins in earnest. Is it a good deal for the people of Las Vegas? And can we trust dealing with the A's ownership based on their lack of consistency to date? That's all for today here on CityCast Las Vegas. So are the A's coming? Let us know what you think. Tag us on all the social medias at CityCast Vegas. And if you enjoyed the show, why not tell a friend? Rate the show, leave us a review, we read them all, and subscribe to our morning newsletter. We'll be back tomorrow morning with more news from around the city. Take care.